You're listening to the Bear in Mind Podcast, episode 121. A podcast that breaks it down so you can break the cycle for good. Now your host, Tara Rama, but you can call her T. I'm explaining the cycle today, and I realized through some feedback that this is not something that's really clear. Maybe in each of my episodes, all the episodes, at least in the recent handful, I would say even probably going back a year, is all about breaking the cycle. There are things in there that I explain or that I talk about in my life that are centered around breaking the cycle. And today I'm going to go into exactly what that is because I think I get questions like, what do you mean by cycle? Like, what is the cycle? And exactly what is the cycle? A cycle is an actual physical cycle that you are trying to break. And even knowing what that cycle is, all of a sudden, It's so eye-opening, and you're like, oh, that's what I've been doing. And it is difficult to see in your life, sometimes in day-to-day interactions, because we are human, and each of us handles, or they manifest themselves in different ways in each of us. So anger will look different in a lot of people. For example, anger won't look like yelling. It'll look like avoiding and passive-aggressive behaviors maybe even ignoring. And I've touched on those in some of my episodes about those different ways we handle anger. And today is all about the most common cycle. So if you are trying to stop yelling, trying to change a relationship pattern, even if you don't yell, this is going to be the most common cycle. And I talk a little bit, if you want to learn a little bit more about cycles. I talk a little bit more about it in episode 97, where I'm referencing the underlying thing that's happening in cycles. And that is, it's what we learn growing up. If we often think a cycle is generational or from our parents or from society, it is how we are actually managing our emotions. And then I'm going to talk about the most common one, the most common emotional cycle that we go through. And when you look at your life, whatever it is you're trying to do, this cycle, I think, when I talk to people, when I coach people, this is a very common cycle I see. And it's the anger-guilt cycle. You can also look at it as frustration or different forms of anger, but anger is kind of the base emotion. And then there's guilt, You can also include shame in that, and sometimes it can go really deep into feeling shame a lot of times, and that was where my cycle was very much rather than it would be anger and guilt, and then it would spiral into shame where you're constantly feeling terrible about yourself, that there's something innately wrong with you, and then that could be kind of this beating up yourself cycle that you're just looping, looping, and you can't even get back to what's happening in the cycle between anger and guilt because you're so much beating up your yourself. So the cycle, anger and guilt, the most common, you can relate it in so many aspects of your life. It can be from yelling in your relationships to even dieting. This cycle, and those are the two common examples I often use, and I am thinking about that cycle. When I talk about other things in other episodes, that is that is what I'm referring to. And I realize that there isn't a very clean 
a clear framework out there for what it is. And that is what I'm going to go through today. So you have anger and guilt, and I have explained this. I've talked about anger and guilt in an episode. I think it's called anger and guilt. And anger, anger is I've been wronged. So someone you know disrespected me. It sometimes looks like that, or someone didn't. You're you think someone has done or something has been done towards you. That's not fair. So you've been wronged. And guilt is that double-sided coin. It's you've done something wrong. You've wronged somebody else. So you can see how they're even linked and why that could be a cycle. It's it's a flip between the two. And again, it, anger might not be something that you're even aware that you're angry. I know that I know somebody where anger is something, it was a bad emotion growing up, so bad. And at a certain point, they they never looked angry. And then at a certain point, they would become passive aggressive and punish someone and ignore them and not respond to messages. And so they didn't do anything that looked violent that we associate with anger. And then later on, they would have a whole bunch of guilt about their behavior. And then they would beat themselves up. And sometimes that can look like self-punishment. And it's a cycle that isn't helping us when we flip-flop between these two without consciously seeing that we are going through these two emotions. And we're doing it unconsciously, so all we're doing is just flip-flopping between these two emotions. And we can't even see it, and then we can't find our, our a way to get out of it. Now, it doesn't mean that you don't experience anger and guilt, but that you're very conscious of when you do feel anger and why you feel that anger, and then you're very conscious of why you feel guilty, and you take ownership for both those emotions, and then you essentially break the cycle, meaning you are so conscious of that emotional experience that when you are conscious of an emotional experience, you don't automatically go into behaviors that you don't want to have. That's what I mean about being conscious is that you can just recognize you're having, you're angry and okay. And then you don't go into guilt and then beat yourself up in different ways. Now it can be beating yourself up as self-punishment. There are so many things. A lot of times that could be unhealthy eating to spending hours and hours on social media it can look very different for each of us. And the way that I want you to look at this cycle is exactly what I said. It's a double-sided coin, so anger and guilt. The meanings are flip-flop, but also that anger is very fast. It's a fast reactive emotion. It exists since the day we were born. So it's a survival emotion and it wants us to take action from it. And it's necessary for our survival. Whereas guilt or shame is a very slow moving emotion and it tends to stay with us. And since anger is fast, this is where we don't feel in control. Even if we're not a person that yells or shows our anger in a very expressive way and it comes across, for lack of a better word, passive aggressive, where you maybe kind of subtly insult somebody or things like that. It is fast and it almost feels like it's like you can't control it. And that, and that is for survival purposes. And then guilt comes along when we hindsight comes in and we're like, oh, I wish I didn't say that or I wish I hadn't done that. And then we go about punishing ourselves or we blame someone for something. So blaming is coming if you're blaming somebody for something happening. That is coming from guilt or shame. And the reason why we tend to stay in guilt is a slower moving moving emotion. So you can actually feel it over a couple of days. I know for me, shame 
for me, whenever I have an experience and or whenever I experience shame, it lasts about three days. And I know it's there and it stays in my body. And then finally, my body releases it. And the reason why we tend to stay stuck in it is I think it's because we have been taught by society that self-punishment, beating up ourselves, is necessary to correct a behavior. We believe in punishment as a way to correct people's behaviors. And it might be something so subtle. And, and, you, and sometimes I didn't even realize that I believed that punishment was necessary. And then I slowly started to see that when I've had success in actually changing a behavior that I genuinely wanted to change. It did not come from beating myself up. It came from actually the opposite, loving myself. And then I was able to change the habit that I wanted to change. So if it was yelling, to change that habit over the long term, not the short term, but the long term was because I stopped beating up myself, stopped punishing myself. So now you've understood the two ends of that cycle. So one side is anger and one side is guilt. And we can go into why we have this cycle. And most likely is that we've learned it. We've learned it, like I said, you know, we've learned that punishment is necessary to change behavior. We've learned it from the people that have raised us. And because anger is one of those survival emotions, we're born with it right away. We're not born right away with feeling guilt and shame and motivation and determination, other emotions that are more complex, we learn them as we grow up, that anger becomes one of those emotions that we are learning since the day we're born. We're expressing it when babies cry, and we see it in our primary caregivers, how they handle it. So we have learned a certain way to handle anger, and we've learned what to think about anger. We've learned to think that it's bad, that it may be the root of all evil, which is not true. It's an emotion that is there to help us survive. It gets us moving, and we can be angry because we're hungry. And so then we go out, and guess what we do? We go out and get food, and that comes from evolutionary hunter and gatherer times. So in essence, when we're looking at that cycle, we are trying to understand that basic emotion of anger. And we cannot break that cycle by directly going to anger. I know I didn't do it. Now, a lot of people say, well, understand your anger and, you know, understand the anger behind the yelling and it'll, it'll work. What I recommend, and this is how I have broken the cycle, and, and I work on it because it still comes back. It's still kind of this default setting, but I know what to do now so I get out of this situation and I don't feel stuck in it, is that it is to start with the guilt and the shame, is to start with the beating up yourself. Now, if you are a person that believes that punishment is necessary to correct behaviors, there are going to be some belief systems that you will need to comb through about how punishment is necessary to correct behavior, how this is going to correct me. I'm going to get you know, on track, get back on track. We say things like that. And this is something that is the hardest thing to work on. The most challenging for people is to stop beating up themselves for doing something that they, maybe they they didn't value, like yelling, and that what they did was not wrong. And that is the step-by-step 
process where you need to break down that belief system before you can then access all the wisdom of anger. Because what I will tell you about anger is that anger, all of that wisdom that you can get out of anger, not only does that stop you from doing those behaviors that you don't want to do, you know, it could be yelling, all of those behaviors are saying insults, all of that stuff. And then when you get at that wisdom of anger, it doesn't only stop you from doing those behaviors, it also starts to help you have better relationships. So I wanted to break down what I meant by the cycle when I talk about it in these episodes, and I am going to continue to refer to it like this. And I have a diagram put together because I don't think it's often clear And I think seeing it visually, I'm a visual learner. You can go to my website. I'll have the website in the show notes. It's it's simple. It's tararama.com. And I on the first page right there, I I made a little picture of the anger guilt cycle and to understand how to break that. That's all I have for you this week. I'll check back with you next. Thanks for listening. Listen for a new episode next Tuesday by subscribing on your favorite podcast platform. Bye for now.